This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I'm just a citizen, all right? Hey, what's the deal? That bridge is blocked too. This is unfair. Like, I have to get across to the bridge. I got to be at my gym at 6 o'clock. That bridge is blocked. This bridge is blocked. What's the deal? You know, are you trying to garner support? Because this is not the way to do it. You know, if I don't get there, I don't teach. So I got probably 40 people waiting for me. What I can tell you is that this we can't let you across this bridge right now. We've got people on the bridge. It would be unsafe to let singular cars through. Okay, fair and enough. But all of way, you people, I mean, I, I understand, okay, that you have a political point to make. You're against the pipeline, all that stuff. And you want to do this for your outlook on life. And I'm not arguing with your right to have that outlook. I might even agree with your outlook. But the point is, I need to get across the bridge. How am I supposed to do that? Okay, this is Mike Smith in for Simi. That was last night when anti-pipeline protesters blocked a couple of key commuter bridges in Victoria. And that was a Czech news report there of a guy getting stuck behind the blockade just trying trying to get to work. It has gotten wilder today. I was broadcasting to you today from the CKNW studio at the BC Legislature, which right now is totally surrounded by protesters. They have locked down just about most of the doors. Every single door around the building is uh, plugged up with protesters, not letting anyone in or out. I just barely managed to get through a couple of security guards uh, helped me sneak through the crowd there so i was able to get on the air this morning i thought at one point i wouldn't be able to host the show this morning because there were so many protesters just blocking every single door but did manage to get through today is the first day of the new session of the bc legislature it's supposed to be in session right now for a proroguing ceremony by lieutenant governor janet austin i don't see any evidence that that has happened yet this morning so that appears to be delayed meanwhile the throne speech is scheduled to happen this afternoon at 2 p.m but i'm not sure how she's going to get in here to read the throne speech Uh, she'll probably try maybe some security can help get her through but i'll tell you what it is a wild day at the bc legislature as we continue to cover this uh, dramatic situation for you it's all about the coastal gasoline pipeline of course uh, being built in northern british columbia the hereditary chiefs of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation oppose that pipeline. But remember, though, that all 20 elected band councils of First Nations along that pipeline route support this pipeline, including the elected band council of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation. Let's check in now with Candace George. She is a member of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation. She has Wet'suwet'en and Deketh heritage. Uh, she's an entrepreneur who supports the pipeline. She's very bravely speaking out on it for us today. Reached her in Fraser Lake, British Columbia. Candace, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Okay, tell me why you support uh, this pipeline. Why do you why do you support it? Well, I am from a very small community, and uh, where I'm from, we've actually been hit um, quite a bit. Um, we've lost our mine that has been shut down in our area and some of the, um, in our forest industry as well, um, jobs have been cut back. So there's been job loss multiple times and multiple people in our communities have been, um, have, have been dealing with hardship because of their job loss. And so, yeah, yeah. So we come from a small community that only has so much, so many jobs 
in in the band office, right? So we don't have too much in our area. Okay. Have some people <laughs> been able to find work on the pipeline? Yes. Actually, yes. Tell, tell, tell me about that. What kind of agreements that have been signed through Notley with them? And I know that there is a camp that is set up in Lejac, and I know that members of both communities and surrounding communities have been hired so far and are are working. Right. What do you think about the protests that we've seen around British Columbia? The legislature right now, Candace, is surrounded by protesters. Uh, what do you think about that? Because the protesters say that they're standing in solidarity with the Wet'suwet'en people. You are of what a Wet'suwet'en member. What do you think about them standing, uh, opposing this pipeline that you support? You know, I, I feel that I feel that it, it's it's. I get why they're doing it. I understand yeah. that, but I also it's hard for me and it's hard for my family to see and recognize because there's internal issues and yeah. internal conflicts within the community. And these conflicts cannot be resolved with from outside support. The internal conflicts that are within the communities in Witset need to be resolved by Witsodin people and Witsodin people only. Without without outside support, without outside nations. Because what's going on is everything that's going on, I get it and I understand their fight, but I also understand that they're causing more division among Indigenous peoples and non-Indigenous peoples. And as an Indigenous person myself, we, we know that we, we suffer from a lot of discrimination and prejudice already. And so what I fear is that this, it's going to only get worse. And, and I just want other people and other nations to know and recognize that Wet'suwet'en people need to resolve this issue themselves. Let them discuss in our way, in our potlatch system, to resolve these issues. Speaking to Candace George, she's a member of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation, and we're talking about the Coastal Gaslink Pipeline. Uh, she supports the project. As, as you heard her describe there, the community is divided on it. We're seeing the uh, protest blockades that have taken place around British Columbia the last few days, Candace, and I'm speaking to you right now from the B.C. legislature, which is essentially locked down. Uh, from mm. protesters outside. Have a listen to this. I want to play you a short clip here of Natalie Knight. I spoke to her yesterday. She's one of the spokespersons for the people who are blockading the uh, the port of Vancouver. And Dwayne, the, the clip I'd like to play is the final one in the rundown there. And here she is, Natalie Knight here. I, I suggested to her yesterday on the show that because all 20 First Nations along the pipeline route have signed benefit-sharing agreements on this project, I suggested to her most Indigenous people are actually supporting it. And here's what she said to me. I would say that's incorrect. There's no information out there that suggests the majority of Indigenous people support these projects. All, fact, all, all 20 of them support it through their elected councils. Again, I would uh, advise you to consider that there's nothing democratic about having a system of government, governance enforced upon a group of people. Um, that's not democratic when you're forced to adopt a system of governance that you did not hold previously. Uh, so I, I refute um, the claim that it's a democratic system to begin with. Uh, and also, huh. you know, if you pay attention to um, grassroots communities, there's a lot of 
support for the uh, hereditary chiefs. Okay, Natalie Knight, she is uh, one of the spokespersons for the blockaders uh, speaking on the show yesterday. Candace, when you hear that, when you hear her say that, that uh, the blockade leaders are saying that, well, Indigenous people don't support this project and uh, they don't recognize the, the democratic right of these band councils to support it, what, what do you think of that? I think that every individual band council has um, run things differently. There are some band councils that have hereditary chiefs that are elected members of those band councils. And, for example, like in our community, we do have elected chiefs who are elected hereditary chiefs who are council members in right. Stalatin community. And another thing, I also know that there are 13 hereditary chiefs, 13 and a select two to three or four or five chiefs do not speak as a collective for all hereditary chiefs. That's what I know. There are more hereditary chiefs. And speaking to Candace George, she's a Wet'suwet'en member. She supports the Coastal GasLink Pipeline. One of the things that that I've noticed in this dispute is we're seeing a, a lot more kind of young educated, passionate leaders in Indigenous communities standing up in favor of these, of these projects, people like yourself, for example. And what I, with the message that I hear from them, and I'd like to hear in your own words what you think, is that a lot of these Indigenous leaders are, saying, not, say, are not saying, we want to let these companies come in here and run roughshod and do whatever they want in our traditional territory. What we want to be is at the table so that we can be part of the project tell them what we th- protect the environment and make sure the project is done in a way that respects our, our rights and our cultural heritage. W- would that be fair to say? That would be fair to say. Yeah. I was actually a part of some of the environmental studies that took place out on the territory. Yeah. And I know that um, also that communities all across the board, um, Coastal GasLink co- contacted each community and had asked for for knowledge holders and people who know the land and territory to um, join in in these studies so they can voice their opinion and share what is what needs to be protected and what needs to be saved and what medicines are important. That's, yeah, it was a part of um, the environmental studies that they were doing over the right. last few years. Right. Mm-hmm. Candace, I, I think it's uh, I think you're very brave in, in speaking out the way you are because I know it's a tough it's a tough position to be in in the middle of a dispute where a, a community is divided. So I, I want to thank is. you. Thank. Go ahead. What were you going to say? It is. It is really tough because you know I. It's really hard because there's a lot of lateral violence that that people Indigenous peoples are experiencing, and lateral violence is happening on both sides. Those who are for the pipeline and those who are against the pipeline. The lateral violence is horrible. And what is that? What I do you mean by that, lateral, lateral violence? What is that? The lateral violence? Well, for someone who is speaking up and wants to, to do good things for their community and to provide economic stability, financial stability, um, those who want the pipeline to go through are getting, you know, backlash and they're called, they're called sellouts, they're called traitors, you know, from from other people and they could be either from the other side who don't want the pipeline they could be complete outsiders who are called upon to rise up and these people who don't know the internal issues don't know so okay. they yeah 
it's it's tough. It's tough. Candace, thank you for and, coming on. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. That is Candace George. She is a member of the Wet'suwet'en First Nation.